Wheeling Aviation Podcast is presented as entertainment, not flight instruction. Though some participants are certified flight instructors, their comments, opinions, and discussions of flying techniques are theirs alone. None of the co-hosts or guests on this podcast are acting as your flight instructor. Please consult your own CFI for guidance on your specific flight training, aeronautical knowledge, and aircraft operation. This is the Stuck Mike Avcast, an aviation podcast about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly. Welcome to episode 283, in which we discuss a new podcast, Wonder Woman of Aviation, with host Natalia McAlee. Hey, before we begin, a shout out to our sponsor, the Spartan College of Aeronautics and Technology. Please visit them at spartan.edu. You can find out more about their giveaway. They're giving away 50 scholarships guides. That's that scholarships guide we have with over $120 million in scholarships. You can find out more by going to stuckmikeavcast.com slash free. Use the coupon code SPARTAN. Thanks so much, Spartan. Find them at spartan.edu. Now entering cruise flight. The Wonder Woman of Aviation is a podcast that helps preserve the history of women in aviation and highlights women involved in all aspects of aviation. Each episode, Natalia interviews women both in and out of the cockpit to talk about their passions, experiences, the history of aviation, and how they make an impact. Joining us today is the host of that podcast, Natalia Mackley. Welcome to the show, Natalia. Thank you for having me. It's it's odd being on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> it, and it's great to have you. We have done so much together as far as air shows and, and uh, you know, through that circuit. We'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah. first of all, I do want to say hats off to you. Uh, please go out and check out her podcast, uh, The Wonder Women of Aviation. Uh, and uh, it's uh, it's awesome. Absolutely awesome podcast. Uh, but first, before we talk about that, um, you're no stranger to aviation. So let's talk a little bit about your journey and, and how you it's evolved because you have a varied background in aviation. I do. Yeah. So um, my mom and dad, well, my mom actually started working for an airline. Um, and that's something that I was exposed to as a child. I was always kind of, you know, just curious about aircraft and we would go live the non-red life. We would just jump on airplanes at a whim's notice. So I was always intrigued by aviation. So I knew I wanted to get into it. And I started, um, as soon as I turned 18, I became a customer service agent for um, that said airline. And that's something that just kind of grew and evolved because the more I learned, the more I grew and the more I wanted to be a part of something. So I worked for that airline for about maybe 15 years, but I wanted more. I knew that, okay, I, I know the customer service side of the house. I want to learn how things work. So I started working for um, another regional airline where I learned more of the auditing and safety aspect of it. So I would you know, go out in the field, um, just audit aircraft, making sure that everything was in compliance. So I learned the compliance side of the house. I wanted more after that. So I started to work for... Um, the Department of Aviation, where I learned how to, I basically learned all of O'Hare's runways. Um, I was emergency response. Um, when it came down to just opening and closing runways, I issued a lot of the um, the closures, the runway closures. So that was a big part of my life that I absolutely loved. Um, but I also missed airplanes and interacting with people. So I went back 
to an airline I'm currently working for, a legacy airline. I've been here for three years as a customer service supervisor, um, which I absolutely love. So, I mean, it's been part of my life. I was counting the other day and probably for over 20 years I've been in the airline industry. <laughs> so, wow. Um, yeah, it's like, and I didn't study it. It just kind of, you know, like everyone says, you got bit by the bug. Um, that was exactly what happened to me. I was always intrigued and I'm like, I, I want more. <laughs> Absolutely. And we all understand that bug. And and now, as, as you can hear in the background, you guys are are working hard. Right right now, you're at work. I mean, you're between shifts or between, as they call banks. Banks, banks is the word I should have used. Uh, yeah. But it, it's really a dynamic and exciting environment. And you see so much during that the day, uh, which I think is is really cool. Another cool thing is that um, I think you represent women in aviation in a great way and that you're a great example in the fact that you've actually done so many things in aviation. And that's kind of that's the reason we're here today. I want to talk a lot about that, because I think uh, I think there's more people that should be like yourself. That, and there are they're getting there that get out there and show people, hey, you can do it. You're just like me. You can do it if I can do it. Uh, so then you started, I guess, this podcast. You have this incredible background in aviation, and you started this podcast, and it's called The Wonder Woman of Aviation. Is that correct? Yes. It All is right. called The Wonder Woman of Aviation. And so tell us a little bit about um, why. why. Why did you start this podcast? And then tell us a little bit about what it is. Okay. Um, so I started it mainly to learn more about, so my husband, um, is an airshow pilot. His name is Patrick Meckley, which, you know, and I kind of got married into the different side of the house, which was the aerobatics, the GA, the, the, I call it the exciting part of aviation, but I found myself lost and confused. I'm like, okay, I know aviation, but this was a whole different world for me. So when I stepped into that world, I started to ask more questions. Um, my background is in journalism and I innately am always wanting to learn and ask more. So when I started to attend air shows and I started to meet all these cool individuals, I, I wanted to learn more about their story, but more so the women that are involved behind the scenes. Um, we tend to forget that there's more to aviation than just flying or becoming, you know, a flight attendant or a pilot. There's different aspects that, you know, like myself, people on the ground that make it happen. So um, I started the podcast uh, recently just as a way to learn more about the different women, individuals involved in aviation. So um, I started to just pick my husband's brain and like, tell me your story. Tell me about the women that influenced you, inspired you, and I'm going to go after them and chase them and learn more. So that's kind of a little bit of how it's wow. <laughs> And what's interesting is that, and you've had such a key role in aviation. I think a lot of times um, when, when like uh, someone's introduced to you, they think about your husband, right? In the air show yeah. circuit. And you've had this incredible career in aviation and uh, hats off to you. And, and that's something that I, I love about your podcast is you, you bring to the fore a lot of different careers that people don't think about. In our sister podcast, Aviation Careers Podcast, of course, we talk about that often, about all different careers. And that that is something I, I truly love. And I truly love the fact that by doing this, you're making it a little more inclusive. And, uh, and that's something that we're trying to do more and more in life in general, especially in aviation. I know on the pilot side, you talked about pilots, flight attendants, and the pilot side is very few uh, women in the aviation world. I don't know the stats on, say, um, other than uh, flight attendants, in the fields that you're in as far as like at airport operations and that type of thing. I was wondering, maybe you could give us a little color there, maybe just through your own experiences if you don't know the numbers. 
Um, yeah, I have to research the stats. That's actually something I've been wanting to research. But for um, in the previous department I worked for, it was just, I think for every 10 men that worked in the department, there was just two females. So it, it was a pretty low percentage in the airport ops. Um, when it comes down to my current employer, we do have a lot of women in strong roles. Um, it's from the ops perspective, I think we're growing and we're promoting that. Um, but there's obviously more room for growth, right? So I see the shift and the change. Um, we're not where we need to be, but it's it's growing. And that's one thing that I want to get out there, that there are more roles that if you, you're not the type of person, I want to learn to fly, but I mean, it's going to take a while and I'm, I'm deathly afraid of flying. But there's other things that you can do if you're passionate about aviation that you're if you're not exposed to it, you're not aware of these jobs. Yeah, one of those I think is really cool that people don't think about. You've had on your podcast is uh, Wing Walker. And yeah. it's like people don't realize that's a thing. And, and there's you just go to the air shows and see that. I have a lot of friends and, and have met so many Wing Walkers. And what an incredible story that was. And, uh, yeah. you know, one of the things I think people will find out by listening to that episode is, is the incredible amount of work that goes into it. And it's not just getting out there on the wing and walking. There's more to it, isn't there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when she started to talk about the physical aspect, the mental aspect of it, there's so many components, the training that's involved behind it. Like you you look at it, you look in the sky, you're like, OK, this is amazing. But again, being the journalist that I am, I am I'm just like, OK, what truly what is involved? And when I heard Kelly Garvin is the interview that I had, um, I was just in awe. And I, you know, she inspired me even more. I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> this is amazing. So. Another person that I thought was really cool and somebody that I, I really admire is uh, Teresa Eamon and, uh, and having her on and that she's a period actor and singer. Um, actually, a little uh, kind of trivia for me. That was actually the last thing I went to, to listen to, last concert I went to with my father. Uh, before he passed was with Teresa. And I tell, tell Teresa that I said, you know, we both were in awe of her and listening to her background and, and the challenges that she has had uh, just absolutely amazing. And the, and what was inspiring is that she kept going. She didn't give up. Yeah. And she's actually on one of my next podcasts. Our schedules have been crazy because she's been <laughs> at a couple of air shows. So um, I can't talk on that yet, but she's definitely someone I'm going to learn more about. Um, she, she is awesome. I mean, yeah, I've, I think she, she just everything I've every every interview we I've ever done with her and and listened to of her. She just is so upbeat and just the fact that she's just just out there and just terrific. Uh, just then that's awesome. But uh, I think I've seen you and Teresa out in the field. I think it was at Sun and Fun. I can't remember where you guys were talking. Yeah, where did I, that's probably, probably what I'm was. referring to. Yeah, that was probably it that I was thinking about. But uh, we're usually th crossing paths, running. <laughs> You know, and that's the other thing that's interesting about this industry, how small it is, isn't it? It's like you're sitting there, you're like, oh, wow, you know, here I am at this air show. And they all become like a family, don't they? They do. Um, and I first, I believe, I'm trying to think of when I first met Teresa. I think it was at ICAST, the International Council of Air Show Convention that we go to every year. And I saw her and I think it was Ricardo. And I was intrigued by her outfit. I'm like, oh, my gosh, she is promoting the 40s, the 50s. I love that vintage look. That's something that I've always been um, enamored with. And then Ricardo is kind of like her side <laughs> kick. <laughs> it was just like, so I met her there and I learned more about her story. And I'm like, okay, the vintage vocals, the, the fact that she promotes the history of it. And that's what really, I think she was one of the 
women that I haven't told her yet that has inspired me to really pursue the his, the historical aspect of um, aviation, which leads me into like the WASP and we can talk about that later, but she definitely has inspired me um, to pursue different avenues of the historical aspect of my podcast. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the history. I mean, I think that's awesome that you're you're going into the historical aspect of of aviation and and women in aviation. Um, you know, I fortunately have for many years been able to interview the women Air Force Service pilots or the WASPs, as you mentioned, uh, at different air shows, especially at Sun and Fun, and uh, and you can go back and listen to those. And they're just they're amazing people, and they're so humble, and they're humbling to me because of what they have done. And I think a lot of people, we've almost erased that part of our history, but we're now, we're writing it again. And that's what's so exciting. If you listen to their story, they're finally getting the recognition that they deserve, don't you think? I, you know, absolutely. I think they were saying that, was it in 2009, they just recently received the congressional award. And I'm like, why did it take so long? I'm glad <laughs> it happened. But that kind of, you know, prompted more questions. Like, I, I didn't know who they were. I had no idea that they existed. And it's a shame because these women were such powerful moguls in the industry in the 1940s during the war that helped support the men. And I'm like, why are we, you know, forgetting about that piece of our history? So I actually um, have a ton of interviews lined up <laughs> with the Wasp. Um, there's actually a movie that's coming out. So I have an interview with the director. Um Kate, uh, Kara White, I believe is her name. I don't know mm -hmm. if you've heard of it. Yep, I have. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Rise Above the Wasp is the news movie. I'm like, I saw the previews. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Yeah, I can't wait till that comes out. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I love the fact that these women are actually promoting that piece of our history and bringing the story in a way that, you know, you're not going to be, I mean, not that it's boring, but, you know, just <laughs> with the current age. Right. No. And and listening to their stories, I mean, what could be boring about it? And, uh, you know, right. I'll never forget in one of my interviews, I asked uh, one of the ladies, you know, what she flew. And she said the the multi-engine aircraft. I said, which one? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? Wow. Uh, and one of the things that I think we need to keep doing is asking those questions of these people, because those stories were put to the, you know, the background, the uh, final flight, uh, final fight, final flight. Uh, final flight, whichever way it is, there's a book out there that talks about the fight to have them actually buried uh, in a military cemetery. Uh, and yeah. and that's finally has happened. And that's that's actually terrific that, that they're doing that. Uh, it's interesting. You know, you said something right there. You tuned in on something. The 2009, people do not understand that history because uh, sometimes we do that. You know, we don't we don't want to think about some things that weren't good in the back in the in our history and uh, but sometimes it's best to bring it to the fore so that we can learn from it because if we just ignore it we're not going to learn are we oh absolutely and i think it just takes different individuals to tell the story in a different way um because we're constantly evolving and changing as a society so i think maybe that's exactly what's happening right now it's these individuals that have a different perspective and are able to tell the story in a way that we can relate. So I think it's it's phenomenal what they're doing. Um, there's also an audiobook that I'm listening to. Um, I, it's called, uh, I'm trying to think of the name, the air, it's about the wasp as well. So there's, there's a lot of different pieces of media that are being put out there, which is great. I, it is terrific. And so with that said, going through the history, I think something important is that we can get inspiration through that history. So I'm assuming, and I'll ask you this, you know, what, who, who is it you're trying to reach with this? And I, we kind of hinted at it at the beginning, but specifically, okay. you know, 
why, again, we go back to the why of the podcast and who your audience, who you want your audience to be. You know, I think generally um, I'm trying to reach out to individuals like myself who weren't necessarily exposed to it. Although I was exposed to aviation, I wasn't exposed to the history of aviation. So those that are outsiders looking in that may or may not be in aviation, just kind of getting it out to the general public um, and want to learn more about it or just haven't heard of it. So I just want to reach a new target audience that hasn't been exposed to these stories and these women or individuals in aviation. So it, it just can be anyone and everyone. One, honestly. And and I think that's terrific. I think one of the things, and I've tried to do that with our, our podcast and other podcasts, and uh, and somebody that I think that, that we at times forget about are those producers in aviation. Yes. Like you said, the producer, like Nancy Spielberg. I mean, her brother gets all the recognition, but she she did that great right. aviation show uh, above and beyond. I mean, it, there are there are so many so many people out there that I, I really wish we we could have more out there in aviation in the world uh, put out there and their names uh, shining in lights. And that's what you're doing. I think that's great. I mean, that's awesome. I think um, that's exactly the target I want to reach too. Um, I actually met. We just did a show in Battle Creek, and um, Daisy, uh, Julia Daisy. Mm-hmm. Um, I met her and she was talking about the, you know, Daisy air show team. And I was like, okay, well, what do you do? And she focuses specifically on military coordination. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. You're going to be on my podcast. So <laughs> it's just those, you know, producers behind the scenes, um, individuals that, you know, make something so amazing and beautiful, but you're, like you said, they don't get that recognition. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm an introvert by, believe it or not. <laughs> and sometimes I want to be behind the scenes and I don't want to be seen and I get it, but I, I'm going to find you. <laughs> and that's, I'm glad you're doing that. They, and it's interesting you say you're behind the scenes, but out in the air show circuit, uh, you're, you're uh, pretty uh, recognizable is the best way to say it. Uh, yes. Can we talk about that by the way, what you're, you're yeah. what you do in the air show circuit with, with your husband, Patrick? So absolutely. Um, What I do is provide, you know, we were talking about this the other day. I'm like, how can we package this in a way where people understand? Um, So a big part of my life has been pop culture and comic books. Um, I've always been intrigued by comic books, the stories, um, the superhero, the different, you know, alter egos, because growing up, I was shy and I'm still an introvert. So I'd always kind of delve into that creative world. Um, The main character that I identify with is, is Wonder Woman. And I, what I do is cosplay. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a short term for costume play. Um, So I cosplay at shows as a form of (laughs) self-expression. And I go out in the crowd and I support after, you know, Patrick flies, we go on the ground and we kind of walk the crowd. And I dress up as this character and just take pictures, meet with fans, help support Patrick. And like I said, just show that, um, I guess, love for the character, as well as, I guess, identifying with the community and connecting with the community. And it, and it works. Um, and honestly, kind of one of my favorite things about you that, that really got me interested in you, Natalia, is the pictures that I see when you're in an air show and you see this little girl looking up at oh you gosh. in wonderment and, and she's almost projecting herself on you. And, and that actually kind of hits at your heartstrings, I feel. It truly does. And I'm still taken aback. This last show that we performed at, um, well, my husband performed at, but, you know, I was walking around in cosplay. Um, You know, I I had two little kids and I'm sure you've probably seen the picture. They just ran up to me and hugged me. And I'm like, (laughs) 
what do I do? So it was just that moment I think was beyond magical. And then another kid had a little, you know, toy and he was just like playing and acting with me. And that that's, I'm like, this is what it is. This is cosplay. This is reenacting a moment, whether it's pop, pop culture or someone you look up to and playing into that, like, imagination. I'm all about promoting the art of um, just imagination and creativity. And that's exactly like, I'm like, we nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. I think you did. You know, during the air show, your husband, Patrick, really takes things away and and takes our breath away. But after the show, I think you do. And I think what the ability that you do together is absolutely wonderful. And the fact that you're reaching out to so many people and so many young people, that's what really excites me is because I think they look at you and say, I want to be like her. I want to be like them. I want to I want to I can do this. I want to get out there and try whatever it may be. It doesn't have to be aviation, whatever it is, uh, you can do it. And I think that's one of the things I absolutely love about what you folks doing and what you're doing with the podcast too uh, absolutely by the way patrick mackley you can find him out on patrick mackley shows i think it is on the website yeah patrick mackley shows.com he's on instagram he's all over social media yeah well, we, i we, am i support that too <laughs> And that's another thing that you have so many hats. And uh, so let, let's back up a little bit. I do want to talk about your career a little as far as, uh, as, okay. as, as women are concerned. As um, you've come up through your career, have you seen any challenges uh, in, let's talk about from a female perspective, has there been any challenges in your promotion to where you are as, uh, throughout your career? Um, absolutely. That's a really good question. Um, initially, when I first started, like I said, you know, you only know females in aviation as a pilot or a flight attendant. So for me, that was a challenge in itself because I never knew where where I fit. Like, where do I truly belong? Um, so that was hard because it was hard to reach out to mentors in the aviation industry that would help advance my career goals. So I was constantly trying to find my way. And honestly, I found my way on my own with by conducting a lot of research, pushing a lot harder. So that was one of the things that I feel like, you know, if I had that support system, things would probably have turned out differently. But I'm happy with where I'm at in my career. But it would have probably made the process a little easier. Um, it is a definitely male-dominated industry. And um, although I see the shift now, um, it's just a lot harder to get past certain preconceived notions of where a female belongs in the industry. You're not really heard or seen or taken seriously. So some of those challenges I had to really overcome and just kind of subside, you know, it makes me angry. <laughs> so just let that anger go and just push harder and stronger. And I think that's a, an example in that industry where that happens, but it's other industries too. And yeah. so if you're somebody who's involved in say computer industry, you know, that's one right. of those investment. I mean, this is a, I feel you're a great example and your podcast is a great example to inspire other women in all different fields, all different fields. This is just aviation. I mean, there's so much right. out there, uh, and, but it's one thing we love. That's the, that's the, the cool thing. And, and if you're somebody and you're a female, you know, listening or watching on YouTube, make sure you go out there and, and try and, and listen right. to Natalia and all the other people who've done this before you. I mean, you definitely are standing on the shoulders of giants uh, right. through these podcasts and through these interviews, especially that you're doing uh, right. that are out there. Um, so as far as being able to listen to this podcast that you have, let's talk a little bit about that. If uh, And I think you finished up with it, your career there. You're here. You're doing a great job. And I, uh, and I commend you for everything you've done and what you're doing moving forward because uh, you are a good example. But let's talk about how you can find you uh, out there. on. Okay. I think it's Spotify, right? It's on Spotify. Yeah, that's the main um, 
I guess, platform that I'm using. It's also on Anchor. I'm trying to branch off until Apple, but I'm still learning the podcast world. So, but right now, mainly it is on Spotify. I do um, have a WordPress that I'm creating. So there's a WordPress where I'm going to involve more blogs, more stories. Um, there's going to be two or three co-hosts that are going to be involved in it. Teresa is one of them. Kelly is another. Um, and also um, Brittany Nielsen of Grant Nielsen Air Shows. So we're, but to answer your question, yeah, Spotify. <laughs> well, and, and we'll have the links, by the way, in the show notes here at Stuck My Gavcast. You can find all that. Um, but, you know, you, you've done so many different things. And, and what's next? A book. I mean, uh, I think it's a, a children. I just got to review real quickly. It's a children's book. It's called The Blue Demons Flying Adventures. Uh, I think it's fairly recent that it's come out. So tell us a little bit about, the, about that. I know you can find it on Amazon. We'll have links, by the way, to that book. Okay, so The Blue Demon Flying Adventures is basically a book about Patrick's plane, dubbed The Blue Demon, going to just different air shows and going on all these adventures. I did incorporate a lot of STEM in the book, so there's a lot of um, math and science and writing, so you can kind of write out the words instead of your typical apple, it's propeller. (laughs) Um, you know, math, it incorporates different aspects of the airplane. So just, it was my way of learning more about the air show world, the aerobatic world. So there's some maneuvers in there. I incorporated some arresty maneuvers, um, just the basics. So that way children and myself um, can understand the whole aerobatic side of the house. Um, so we started, we're on book two, we're going to create book three. It's currently on Amazon if you're interested. So it's an activity slash coloring book slash adventure book. Um, I created it with one of my friends who's an artist here in Chicago. His name is Alero Art, and he's heavily involved in like children's after school programs as well. So he and I just started bouncing off ideas back and forth. Um, so with his you know, expertise and then my questions. And obviously Patrick is a big component of it as well. So he's like, signs up the final, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's amazing. So it, it, it's, it's great. It's turned out to be, I think people absolutely love it. So I'm like, I didn't think that would happen. Uh, what I range about for the book? So the ages are between four to 11. Um, So it's got, you know, the coloring book aspect of it, but it also has, you know, learning to read, learning to write. So four to 11. Awesome. Natalia, this has been awesome having you here. Um, A couple of things, though, before I I let you go, I want to ask you, uh, first of all, what's next? Uh, What's next for Natalia? I mean, it's like, what could be next? You're doing so much, but, but, uh, you know, I'd like to look at a peer in the future because you have a lot of runway in front of you in life. Oh my gosh, I do. Um, what's next. So I'm definitely going to learn to fly. That's on my bucket list. I'm waiting for my husband to get his, uh, instructors. Is it CFI? CFI, right. I'm waiting for him to get that. Um, so that's like on my top, but I'm, going to wait a little bit longer till I understand I feel comfortable. Obviously, I'm going to continue pursuing the Blue Demon Adventures and continue writing that book. Um, Still promoting the aviation industry with the podcast. So I have a whole slew of guests lined up, which I mentioned earlier. Um, I'm going to talk about WASP. I'm going to talk about with, you know, Daisy. So I'm just definitely going to continue pushing the women in aviation um, side of the house. There's so much more. I can't even wrap my brain around what I have going on in my life. I'm like, uh, I'm in school. So it's 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 a lot, but I'm excited about the future and where we are going to be as a team. And not only that, but myself. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you also. Um, my only word of advice is you shouldn't let your spouse teach you how to fly. <laughs> It, it prevents a lot of a lot of arguments if you don't do that. Oh, we've already been arguing. <laughs> I can well, imagine. The first argument is what type of airplane we're going to get. I'm stuck on the Cub. I'm like absolutely uh, in yeah. love with the Cub. Like I saw Greg Coons fly and I'm like, okay, that's what I want. <laughs> that's what you want. That's what I, and a, or a Super Cub, either or. <laughs> So I think it, I think this is terrific that you've gotten into aviation as much as you have. I mean, you almost had to, but you've taken the ball and you run with it. And uh, I think that's awesome that you've done all this and, right. and excited to see what's next. If you, if uh, somebody's listening, if females are listening right now, what type of advice would you have for them, whether pursuing a career or pursuing aviation as an adventure uh, moving forward in their lives? Uh, I would have to say feel the fear and do it anyways. Um, we're always afraid of doing something because we're afraid of failure. We're afraid of, you know, whatever fear you have. So just accept that, feel the fear and just do it anyway. And there's a book on it too, which I read. I'm a big, big advocate of reading books, but that's one thing you never know what you'll become if you, you just don't try. So just do it. And I hear that a lot, <laughs> but now I'm like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to learn to fly. I'm just going to take this course or, or whatever it may be. I'm going to go after this job. Just, just do it. Cause the worst thing you could do is not do it. I, I highly agree. Natalia has been great having you here. I know you're between banks of flights and you're going to have to get back to work here. I've been watching the clock, uh, you. but you always are an inspiration to talk to at the air shows and here on the podcast. Uh, we definitely would love to have you come back on again and uh, love to see our co-host on your show and uh, Victoria Newville's talking about uh, in selling insurance and, and the challenges there, aviation insurance. So uh, I think that would be a great, a great person to have on. Uh, but the best place to find you, you find you on Spotify, wonderwomanofaviation.com uh, or .wordpress.com. Again, we'll have links in the uh, show notes to all of that. Uh, and uh, and I can't wait to hear some of the, the next episodes that, that come out and all those discussions there. Again, Natalia, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This was fun. I yeah. learned a lot. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. You know, if you're listening right now and you've listened to Natalia's story, do me a favor. Don't stop now. When you hit that stop button, just get out there and do something in aviation. Get out there, fly a plane, enjoy yourself, find out more about uh, being a pilot, being a flight attendant, but more importantly, doing all those other things in aviation that Natalia talks about. Uh, no matter what it is, I hope you found inspiration from Natalia's story. And uh, really another shout out to our sponsors here, the Spartan School of Aeronautics. You can find more about the free scholarships, guys, that they're giving away at stuckmygavcast.com slash free. Use a coupon code SPARTAN. Uh, I really, I love having people like Natalia on the podcast because it inspires me to do more. I hope she's inspired you to do more in aviation. We'll talk to you next episode. Safe flying out there. You've been listening to the Stuck Mike Abcast. Members of the Stuck Mike Abcast may receive compensation for products or services mentioned during the podcast. Compensation may be received in the form of, but not limited to, referral commissions, free products, or service trials. Our opinions and views are never influenced by any compensation, and you should always perform your own due diligence before purchasing any products or services mentioned during the show. The Stuck Mike Avcast is an aviation podcast and a Valeri Aviation Corporation production.